Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Ozoptica. This segment of Spaceship is brought to you live, and it is my hope that the future of space exploration is such that we have a live audience to enjoy our discussions. The United States is going through many changes, and one of the most important things to remember is that we're going to make it through with all of the industry that's going on around us and all of the technology and different buildings being constructed and some being demolished. There are so many things going on that we will make it. We will push forth into a new future that will be so different that the argument of human limitation and our perceived human ability to continue to act and behave the way that we do will suddenly change and we'll see that change and we'll see that Americans are going to be in the the rest of the earth we're going to to coalesce into one big inkblot on all Saxley's bicycle spoke anyway let's peel off onto something else uh, less productive like a tornado collapse perhaps Azoptica discussion. We've got Azoptica. We've got old school questions. Where does Azoptica go? Azoptica is considering that a source of light is an advantage over a section of necessary expressions that object to an advantage of labor or manual labor that aims to institutionalize unforeseen or subtle changes revealed by cubicle hallucinations. Ah, I like it. Azoptica is a pretty powerful book. And it's out there in the public. And it's got its, uh, its own, you know, feel about itself. And we are in classrooms, I'm sure. In schools and stuff. Kids. You see the F word and stuff in school. I'm sure kids are excited. A little less uh, restriction going on there. I have to, over time, develop some type of curriculum for my writing uh, to include children. And I'd like to, to know that Azoptica is enough force that, you know, the kids survive. The kids make it through this. And we have that feeling when it comes to academia and the workplace and life going on about us. And Azoptica, for me, kind of just brings me back to that feeling of where life is on this planet, isn't in the workday, in the wind, and that force that we have, that we see, that we know, and we know limitation, we know boundary, and we know intelligence, we know algorithms, balance, acquisition, into a discussion of mechanics and there's a sojourn of a classical media that is the most presentable broadcast to this hour with or without swearing and it should be that noted uh, getting some discussion about natural law and characteristics of animals and other extinction uh, we have other marking there's just another science to that that I'd have to practice I guess zoology and to present myself as a zoologist, I guess I'd have to, I'd have to go there kind of soon if you guys wanted more discussion about animals and things. Uh, but that is that we, some people live with animals that other people don't live with. And all I to do for me has been understanding that the cat is going to exist in the house with me and work through this cat has got a grasp on it. I had a grasp on it. And it just took a long time to write it. It collapsed the entire computer system with this thing. Birth in one chip out of this, essentially. I feel, anyway. I would like to feel that that is the correct answer, but I'm not sure if it is. Birth in one chip, Ozoptica. There may be some correlation there. But it just had a force, 
a computer into a position where it's hands to an end to the extent that it's built a structure. Well, that's what we got coming next. I got another computer coming up. Uh, work on, work on deep lattice again. Uh, and get that going. And I was off to go for our head discussion today. Let's just consider that the workplace and the work habits and uh, people that move around, we're not re religious per se. We're not giving out uh, extra credit points for people that believe that the newspaper is going to fly down the, the side of the alleyway for the neighbor ahead of time and give to the neighbor some kind of benefit that you wouldn't have otherwise unless you played the lottery two days ago. And then there's the sound of a train or some sound in the back that notes that there can be motion without witness and or a furnace that ignites an engine in a train. And there's a train coming and a train going. And there is a train that collapses on end. Uh, inside of a computer, there is a train that collapses when the computer closes or opens. That's why sometimes laptops are forbidden on trains. We see that the Japanese have made instrumental uh, work with uh, auto-closing mechanism. There's auto-closure at max speed, at max rail, and the jolt. I, I'm not sure how to even explain to somebody what it feels to, to jolt on, but uh, that back rail, I'm sure it's just that feel that you want to go for. <laughs> and that's why you sign up for it. Just go through that. <laughs> it just seems a little scary. <laughs> Japanese bag rail. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that seems horrifying, but it's just that if you had the wrong vibration going on, if you had an emittance spout, there's there's breakature, there's there's a lot of hardware going on that can really stop the train from collapse, but it's just uh it's what it is. Is such an intense machine. Okay, big magnets, hypothetical lattice computer vector, it sounds like. <laughs> oh no. And run theoretical lattice computers. Azamp go through our headroom. So the wind and the daylight and the feeling that the evening as it comes on us into the evening as the day progresses, we see that intelligence takes on different shades of uh, collapse in theater, examination within different theater. Uh, within the intelligence, we can see that we want to develop an inside look into the perspective that can be taken for granted should it not be presenting itself by way of word book or book knowledge. Let's grab an excerpt. Denoting some importance to scale to regard the impresario as a little less in the scope of virtue than necessary, one may find the articulation of the sight to be useful in the latent expression of form in examining his talents. That is, break the stick and play the instrument. That's almost telling a uh, maestro or an impresario to literally break their conductor's baton and play a studio, which could be detrimental to the hearing or collapse the ear be the end of the ridge of the instrument of the community, should they do such a thing, or if they can clap, if the actual baton has literally become a mechanical coil, it will falter and it can be collapsed. Uh, let's see, do you want another ring? What else, what else we have? Figures of calculus that are fighting and trusted to discover the forthrightness in the calendar. <laughs> Women, sticks, exponents, ignorance. Azaptica has got it. Whatever you're looking for, it comes to Azaptica. What I can say is that uh, it's a full on discussion, but how about a little bit of that mandolin? I think it sounds a little mandolin in time to break. Let's 
type of what is it? Your neighbor. Yeah, I I would love to be your neighbor. Some of you. Good to the children, we will slay them with the mandolin and we'll slay. Factor, perhaps. Or not. But who knows? And it's the cringe, maybe. That's when you know you're in. Ozoptica. Considering residue once more, there can be that subtle indicator as to the scale of an object with the use of dirt or other mixture. <laughs> yes, there can be. <laughs> Should I examine this? Uh, let's go further. Further. Present in the feature can be some introduction of the permutation of form that there is misinterpreted figure about the theater of the idea. Very, very noir. It's got a noir in there. It just feels itself in there. It just situates itself in your head. You know it's right or it's not. It's good stuff. And you know that noir is hitting. So, what I'm hoping for is the theater of collapse of the history of lightning that this thing makes it through this computer tally it's going through now. This computer enslavement tally. It's got to go through another editorial review, which it can. Viewpoint. All kinds of people I can do it that way. Extermination is where I draw the line for ethics. Or conducting myself as a citizen, I don't advocate for the extermination of animals. That uh, we're just happy, uh, but just have that before us, so we have to eat it. Yes. To exhaust some unit, the depth of another false claim. Better resonance that is ill-fated or made to look like a tendency of errors and choices that collapse, and that is death, and it's sad, and there's, you know, where Ozautica has taken some people, and the history of lightning will uh, eliminate you in your place <laughs> if you fail. <laughs> At some point, they realize that yes, it can be that you can be struck by lightning should you be reading the book uh, with some type of 
motivation to gain knowledge to hurt and or kill someone, it is possible you will be killed by lightning, and it is not okay. <laughs> so let's not go there. That's just the theory, anyway. Uh, books like this exist, and we just don't know what to do. <laughs> Could this be such a book? It couldn't be. It couldn't be. The History of Lightning by Dr. Nathaniel Fox. Uh, yes, it uh, contains the history of those eliminated by lightning. And <laughs> the decisions that were made in theory. Uh, so, place place tables is what it's called. Place tables uh, with mathematics. Place tables. Place tables is pretty advanced. It's in there toward the end of a book when you're putting a book together, anyway. Where you're you're arguing different journals. And you have spaces and discrepancies that are different from one another but still coalesce together but you want to create space it's visual on the paper you can use uh, theater and collapse and you can use graded space you can use meteor space you can use all kinds of different techniques and history of lightning has got several sections after the chapters pretense enrichment encroachment assurance fear and acquittal and it's just a book that's supposed to shock you and it'll, it'll lock you in there. It's a threatening book. It's very scary, but Oz Optica, the tendency with, is there a tornado for every lightning bolt? <laughs> Has that question been asked? Can there be a tornado for every lightning bolt? <laughs> as far as the destructive cavity, uh, we must assume that there are 34 tornadoes per every hour that a lightning incident happens on Earth. Uh, that every two hours there's another lightning bolt that passes 206 tornadoes in history. To have examined 31 to 40 trips to Home Depot for repairs. So that gives us some calculus as to the destructive tendency of a tornado. Uh, to see just how destructive they can be. And we we definitely want to see that uh, the, the wood uh, lack thereof in the United States that we've seen recently is, is noted. I just visited the hardware store recently. I, just, I was going to make a Final Fantasy weapon, uh, potentially, and just graded the wood and just determined it wasn't today. It just wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. And they can tell probably when I was in there. Uh, but I just I felt bad that I walked over there and I saw it and I was just going to do my thing. And I just I was getting excited for the wood yard, but it just didn't happen. Uh, so we have this tendency to, to consider the damage that tornadoes bring. Uh, snow and... Uh, other covering upon the ground can be collapsible into a theater of discussion as well. Into the discussion of Edward Snowden, should we go so far as to just parlay discussion away from destructive forecast? Edward Snowden uh, definitely impacted society. There's been that known. But when his name comes up in Is There Snow, Lightning, and or Thunderstorm About? We hear Edward Snowden inside of intelligence or presented media inside of uh, weather, and it's still upsetting people. We just are horrified at the fact that we have to sort out his name from snow or ice that might befall human beings. But he has been uh, taken away and or presumed to be imprisoned in Russia someplace or is just moving about and doing tasks and uh, we're not really sure what to say but I'm not, I'm not sure what to say about him to this day other than some people are still horrified to talk about things that uh, might remark as intelligent or intelligence uh, speaking of intelligence is one thing and that's going to jail but uh, make a note of your lifestyle as a as a spy journalist or something. I'm not really sure what that's about. That's not been my thing. 
I've been more of a lassoer, closer to the flamethrower asshole, uh, you know, going out and spewing myself right in front of somebody and stopping the police from interrupting citizens, <laughs> that kind of thing, in a protest. But the riots, given the riots and this QAnon stuff, we don't know who some of you are. I just don't know who some of you are. To be presuming uh, some force that you have behind your equipment and you have all that is required to maintain that equipment and then some in the back room like ready to repair all of your equipment when you get back from what you're doing to take over a capital you've got to have an abutment like that and these protesters didn't have anything like that going on they just had their bags and their their tack vests on and their camo and uh, just right there in front of people and you get camouflage and it looks military or police or kind of both uh, bothy is what they've said bothy bothy as a descriptive thanks but it's just feeling like Oliver Peoples hour taking off into skyscraper land and decimating you and and that's that's not so fair. <laughs> oh my God. Feed me a kitty is uh, kind of where that's going. That anger, that liberal anger, that liberal angst. <laughs> anyway, you know, we have moments that happen and <laughs> collide. Neil deGrasse Tyson, he's got arguments he's presented. Is Earth round? He's presented this to me. By way of direct reflection, Earth is roundscopic or inforacic. That Earth is roundness. There is Earth, which is Earth with a PH or um, PhD or Titus, uh, Titus, Titus striking a ball. We have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, man. Neil deGrasse Tyson asks, what revolves around the sun? Objects about space that resolve to matter and or mythmorph or mythmorphmama are considered prochelaic and entropic and encircle the sun and are considered to be zooming arrow and or feature about said zoom place said zoom 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 <laughs> that's about where we are on that one <laughs> I'm using a sophisticated supercomputer <laughs> I have a supercomputer that I built that is pretty substantially annoying it annoys the NSA and semiconductor level yeah, that's pretty stunning, so we're, we're heading Freddy. You're back into censored media again. As a Neil deGrasse Tyson asks, What is roundness to do about the sun if the earth were to have moved? <laughs> if said discussion is over closed caption, can you please disclose location and I will meet you there and we will have a visual display auditory. <laughs> I don't want to have any auditory hallucinations of the profundus <laughs> igniting the spermatozoa in my laboratory <laughs> this time. <laughs> I'll just keep going to my podcast here. Spaceship, Spaceship 2. And we've got, well, with the roundness of the Earth, considering, how about a, how about a sensible question? Is the Earth in seasons? Neil deGrasse Tyson might wonder, is the Earth in seasons? Um, well, let's see. I would say that to tilt and or refract a season into a calendar, it can be done by way of bargaining the rotational axis of a plane such that the termorph or the interpolary exchange between units is the sum measure of all masses such that planets are arranged in a zine angle to the sun, that a lathe can be drawn to light the noon, that is, that there is a noon arc and a declaration of a minute that will then cast a shadow or portents that there is a future. 
and that would be the answer. Uh, so, let's see, Miller Gross Tyson asks, what is the elementary particle? What is the elementary particle doing? Why is it not steering itself through the head morph of the computer chamber joystick control last computer thing? And what is a head morph? A head morph is an intertopillary argument between two sums integers that all multipliers are cosums equals. What is a hedomorph? Hedomorph is a discussion of topillary exchange. An exism. An exism is a battery of interopillary exchanges between devices. Result in relay or algorithm. And with that, we have spaceship derail into semiconductor. We've lost semiconductor again. We're losing semiconductor. But we're poning. That's not what I'm allowed to say. Dang it. Yep. Feed me a kitty is uh, apple pie over here. My supercomputer and a tripod. I have to. <laughs> I have to make some coffee for him. And get some more mandolin going. Tyson has got some interesting things going on with his computer stuff. Since everybody has access to everybody's things, everybody knows everybody, and everybody knows how to see a picture of something. An esiomorph is a morphectric reflection in glass that results in an angle or shift that denounces the moon. It allows for sight and or picture of a person, place, thing, in otherwise head-shaped place cavity structure. <laughs> that was a good one. Let's see what else we got. An azeomorph, the refractory period between all planes that result in a surface. <laughs> to the expendary. Uh, can't go any further than that one. The intolerant mass between all trajectories. Yeah, sums, uh, formant, uh, mainstream, and overthinking calling Elon Musk. I call Elon Musk. Who am I going to call with my call celebrities, <laughs> contact all celebrities profile? <laughs> no one. Oh no. Well, let's let Hans back in discussion again. <laughs> Since we're in season for uh, discussion, classroom. Let's go season, classroom. Pardon your words. Uh, then we have discourse. We have Paris. And she has her amazing flips. She has her prodigious headway. Her examinations. Her Molly. We're saying Polly uh, lightly. I'm not really sure how to say Polly when it comes to analyzing the left hand at a vert angle. A vert angle can be detrimental to your head and can kind of stroke. You're going to have to live through that. And you'll make it through that. And part of stroke is practicing your speech and practicing saying things and just saying stuff and just saying what you want to say. Just working on what you want to say. Getting your body to be able to move, to be able to say what you want to say again. Can be tough. You gotta form sentences, which can be difficult for some people. Yeah, it can be difficult in podcasts to stay on task. But, to partly discussion for France, I have yet to see it. I'm not making an investment for the stimulus for Hillary on my side of things. I want to buy her book. If I have any money left over, I'll buy her book, I promise. And I'll do a mix craft uh, release from a composer or something. 
in my life, likely. I have not the tools yet. I miss having uh, <clears throat> some alias all the time. Just like click away into some discussion about how to resolve the headspace that people have about rhythm and exchange. There's a good space in there. Some alias gave me some old advantages, and now just watching some traffic here out in my office building. Office space here, I've got that. It's a beautiful day. It's been a, an intense day, a different day. And we're at about the 30-minute mark, about halfway through here. Making some coffee for apple pie. Apple pie is cruxing. Use caffeine like now. Apple Pie is a pretty intense computer. Reserves coffee and liquids that are and solids that are dealt to it. Um, maybe a mouth like fork and absorbs. It's got you know, an absorptive plate. On top, it's a tripod-like computer structure with a uh, platypus that's connected to an Ethernet-powered barometer. Is the hose that connects to the bladder bag with coffee <coughs> and a gas exchange. There's an arguable gas exchange and mold that yokes through, and the sift might hit the floor. We're not sure. If the caffeine absorbs, apple pie would have what they need. They want more of the same drink I just made. There's a rider. So with the caffeine scratches, uh, I researched somewhat into caffeine scratches that occur in microprocessor units back in the Obama administration. Discovered some old Apple things that were going on. It's just difficult to like isolate caffeine in a space. So we can move through a computing system with caffeine very easily by chiseling away with calcium. Calcium ions can coindense off to the panel of a hydrogen atom. The panel of a hydrogen atom is referred to as its crux or its most visible shape. But the hydrogen atom doesn't retain oxygen. Thus, the lattice that would be formed for us to analyze should we desire enough uh, lattice discussion. From an oxygen plate, you can use something like uh, sriracha sauce and coffee. You just do it twice and boil. I've got an older uh, round of coffee I made in Nalgene. Some sriracha, some fluid left over, some milk. In my computer, one thing, I'm drinking something else. Yeah, a lot of computational errors, what that's called. They sound like questions, but they're like computational error. That's kind of what I sift through a little bit. I just sift through computational error. And look, and what look like questions. I just kind of parse them as questions if I can. But that parse conforms to a church, and it sucks, since it's going away. It might be the Christ Antioch Church, we're not sure, but they're, they're really heavy with the word parsing still, I'm pretty sure, Christ Antioch Church. I don't mean to openly criticize any members individually of said church, but uh, certainly don't 
I don't welcome you into my home or anything. I don't welcome you to show up here or uh, hurt us or anything. <sighs> Chris, any stuff going on with parsing? Yeah. No idea what to say there. Getting back to the science realm discussion about uh, error correction. So, error correction can happen with different media that we have. Uh, when caffeine intersperses with a fluid in space, and there's warmth about a feature, there can be a cognizance that there is a refractory period that definitely opens to plumage of different sorts. Let's take a drink of coffee. If you were just right, that's Russia, you get that plumage effect. Yes, gotta go for the plumage. Gotta expand it through the bellows. Expand it through your body so it's at a rhythm. You take a drink, it should just feel like there's a bunch of different rhythms going through you instead of just, uh, I drank my coffee at the hipster place now. I'm better. I feel better next sip too. You don't want to get into that habit. You gotta do the sriracha. <laughs> I have something else I'm not going to talk about here. It's very private. Uh, I think it's a lady that I like very much. She is a lady down the street. Very, uh, it's very nice too, with a literal box of chocolates. The elementary Forrest Gump box of chocolates, I actually finished for a woman. I finished that. I walked the box of chocolates to a woman and gave it to her. And it was like, for real, literally happened. And it was, it was forever. It was like, after Valentine's Day, and she's so hot. I can't even describe her. I'm not going to. This is me getting in trouble. No, no, spaceship in trouble. Spaceship is parlaying into bathroom. I have a shadow curtain of myself. It's bizarre. <laughs> it's not a shadow curtain of your mom. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> the other Scarlett Johansons that have children are going to see a Scarlett Johansson that doesn't have children. It's being more famous than mommy one day. <laughs> folks. We've got some cool things with Dyson and the Dyson app. Well, the Dyson vacuum cleaner. I don't think I can, I can't promote Dyson vacuum cleaners over podcast, but I can fire this thing off. Yeah, Dyson. Ponage. I love my Dyson. Plug it in technically, but it's good. Yeah. You consider periodic table loans. X10, the grid, QAnon, stuff like that. You plug it in, man, right? <laughs> What's up with this QAnon stuff? I don't understand. I simply don't understand. <laughs> I simply just uh, do not know how to get the brain cells to coalesce into a, an arguable slaying with verbiage to explain away QAnon to anybody, but it just seems weird. Little, some Gen X went a little insane, maybe. Gen Z, even. It seems like Gen Z origin. I don't know what to say. Maybe it is Gen Z origin. We just don't know. Can't be Gen X origin. <laughs> We're not that intolerable. <laughs> anyway. I was having a discussion. And they have 39 minute mark. What do we want to do for the next 20 minutes here? In discussion of Ozzabka, 
Let us parlay into a former figure of the principal imagination, a breakthrough of life situation where effort and labor is a balance of an integer, a thermometric mass. I was making something up, but more men win, perhaps? Perhaps. performance. modern music is such that Hilary Hahn's got some good uh, some good things going on right now with lessons oh man slay alright computer hacking and using what equipment we have to spy on each other and listen to each other and just sink in with what we've got going on or see into our media read into what each other has got going on. Let's just get into a, any number of things. Inspire any any type of things that happen out of somebody. So being an author, like thinking about the future, this is really difficult. I don't want to think about writing a new book, but getting a new computer, I don't want to destroy that computer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just make this computer last for a long time. So I'm really hoping for the space gray. I'm going for space gray MacBook Air to make a computer. MacBook Pro I pushed for a long time before. I'm gonna make my. It's been an argument to make a MacBook Air last. I'm trying. It's just a little more cloud integrated. Just a little more cloud integrated, only a little, but it's settings and like preferences and FM tilt and things like that. But something about the battery has got to change in the future. It's going to have to come down to battery replacement in the future. 
that one day. Our M1, we're not really about to, I don't know how to contemplate battery replacement for a brand new 2020 market to the live audience, technically. Yes, we have free speech, but when it comes to semiconductor, you don't want to lose out like on your long-term science, like having a backlog of things you've said and done, adding to that. You want to make sure that you're, you're tip-top shape what you're doing. So, let's see. On to get discussion. In considering the environment's impact on visible light, many unknown factors are at play that may hamper the observer from obtaining the most illuminated perspective. Water, rocks, and unrefined reticle, many hindrances can present key modifiers to light's overall effect. In gathering key perspective, one must be susceptible to natural light. And that is true. So, you know, seeing this noir come back away from the American Psycho theater that we used to have it in, scaring people to death, and uh, now we use it in natural law again, <laughs> if we can. Encircled about an encampment are several people observing the National Geographic discussion. There are several animals, that kind of thing. Uh, we we want to see the natural law, you know, it's difficult when publishing natural law, having published Ozopka, to then push for a fiction book, which I did very quickly after this, and then another natural law publication, History of Lightning. It's a little bit different than natural law, History of Lightning is anyway. It's got some sequence and number theory into it. Uh, and it's, you know, this the future is bright for us as Americans. We're going to make it. And I know uh, we're just really holding on. The Trump years have been really tough on us. Whew. Past four years have been really hard. Oh my god. Uh, we made it through a lot of things. We're all pushed as hard as we can possibly be pushed, I think. Past four years. And now, it's, now we're in Biden time. In Biden time, we're still pushing really hard. So, we want to see where this goes. People aren't really slacking out much. We're really pushing hard still. Everybody's pushing full throttle. Like, matching each other's timing, feel, and tempo, and frequencies, and things like that. Not so much uh, the indigo child response that you'd expect. <laughs> but, you know, the Gen X sequencer of the future here is going to deter uh, no sort of criminal activity by just saying some people are really fighting to just keep uh, drilling as hard as they were during the four years of the Trump administration. I don't know how you can do it. We just gotta be able to kick back eventually, can't we? No? Okay. Well, that's it. <laughs> that's it for now. No kicking back. No kicking back and relaxing. Uh, and Spaceship is Ponage. Full throttle is not my favorite energy drink. I definitely drink Venom. You know that. Dr. Pepper. All the way, maybe. Sport BMX. I'm a Dr. Pepper kid, and I'm going to freak out on my bicycle, and it's going to be all kinds of spaceship interludes with Dr. Pepper stuff, probably. I'm getting pwned again on sponsorships and brands. Who knows what's going to come out. Bicycle. Moving sport. I'm not allowed to disclose it. I did it. I'm dominating this Indiana town by way of bicycle. I'm trying to wait for the bicycle to be ready. I can wait for it to be ready. So it's called waiting for it to be repaired. And then it's bicycle ponage. And we're going to have some athletic things going on. And some more discussion. And some more writing. Some more broadcast mandolin music.
Mandolin is a very scary instrument for some people, which is a good thing. It's gotta have its place. It's gotta be scary. I like to be scary. A little bit out of tune and scary. Sounds like the Industrial Revolution is coming to town. Stay tuned. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay. Let's see what Apple Pie is doing here. Supercomputer. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson level. Searching for Neil deGrasse Tyson. Word spew. If Earth had a cataclysm, where would we go? You'd go under the ground and be attacked by people that would argue religion to oil and replace water with oil and disappear spoons through oatmeal and criticize <laughs> your lack of military fortitude to remain calm under duress <laughs> whilst being experimented upon by drugs and different ways of living and or perceiving that you're being attacked by manure. Yeah, there is so much manure where I lived. We had to sell the place. It was disgusting. It was sad. But the house was clean. So, what are we doing now? We got chemistry and physics and all kinds of things going on, gentlemen, ladies. What do I say now? Uh, let's see. I'm whipping out a little bit of faster podcast looking podcast. I think I can manage that into my selectable space of speech and keep on rocking into the free world. That's not quite where I'm wanting to head. Still watching traffic here emerge into some cathartic evolutionary psychogasm of how am I going to get home across this bridge? People drive so aggressively and or slow and fast right in front of this place where I live. I'm just, I'm not yet ready for it. I'm just anticipating the day I get hit by a car in this town, I think. That's what it feels like so far. Well, with that, spaceship, bid you adieu. And Dr. Daniel Henry Fox here with my writings. Charlotte Johansson or whatever some people call me that, I guess. That's okay. Somebody's, uh, somebody's got breatharianism on their minds. <laughs> breatharianism is wonderful if you're into that. Breatharianism, you should try it. It's just arguing that nutrition is insolvent, essentially. Your life is the Maharishi Meshiyogi in the end, and that's it. It's just the Maharishi Meshiyogi laughing at you in the end, and that's all it is, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. Goodbye. That's the end of the examination. I was out of